Welcome to the RPA Way podcast, where we talk about everything from sports, business, and life. I'm Reggie Calhoun Jr. We got Chris, the or the urban coder, Lobo, and we got Mr. It's Joe Dempsey, right? You know, my boy J.R. Smith decided to go back to college, right? He didn't went to the league, played basketball with LeBron James, you know, won a championship. You know, now he's going to college and he's golfing. Right. Um, what do you guys think about pro players retiring from the league and then going to college? Son, like even like looking back at the situation from last week when ESPN first kind of brought it up and the college wasn't uh, kind of allowing him on the team yet. Like the first question that came out of the box was like, hey, is he still eligible? The <laughs> dude never went. He never went to college. So technically, he didn't use any of his college eligibility and I had to start looking into that professional lane. So I, you know, the first thing I'm going to do is people that's in, in the college realm. I, I hit up Reggie. I was like, yo, Hey, how you, what you think about this dude going there, but is he eligible to play another sport? And that's the first thing that came to my mind. Like if I play, if I'm a professional in one sport, like most players do when they go to baseball, can I play another sport? You know? Right. I, I, I thought it was dope, you know, just for the standpoint of um, going going back to school and then, you know, picking up a sport that, you know, is not represented by people that look like him, look like us. But, you know, he's doing it his way. Right. You know, at first, you know, it was like, damn, like dog going back to college. Right. But seeing the bigger picture and then understanding like the on the level of focus it takes to even go back to college after you've already surpassed, like you make, you didn't make more than everybody on the, on the campus. Like you've right. done things that people on that campus has never done and probably won't, won't, won't ever do. Right? right. Your, your, your contact list is like, you got LeBron James in, in your phone, your phone book. Right. Like that's some, that's something. And then, you know, what I would, I would look at it like, you know, if I'm a basketball player on on the campus, I'm gonna try to reach out to him because he's my classmate. And I'm gonna try to pick his brain, like, hey, you know, right. what I gotta do this, what I gotta do here. You know, just I don't think he probably there to to be a trainer, but right. you never know. Shoot. But check this out. On the flip side, though, right? You know, Chris Chris said some a minute ago. He never been to college, so he essentially, you know, just the way that he has experienced. In, in, in living life, being a celebrity and things of that nature, he doesn't have the college lifestyle. You know, he doesn't understand, you know, you know, being on the yard and, and, and different things of that nature. Because he went to HBCU, correct? Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? So, so we all know that HBCUs are completely different than, you know, just your, um, you know, your, your, your normal university. So he's going to be able to be immersed in a lifestyle that he's never been, you know what I'm saying, that, that he's never experienced. You know, right. there's nothing in the NBA, there's nothing in the NBA that's going to prepare him mentally for, you know, saying the HBCU kind of, kind of, you know, environment, right? You know, you can't compare winning an NBA championship to that. Now, right. granted, that's probably higher, but just the lifestyle, the, 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 the prestige and stuff like that. Um, and I do think that with him and his age being a little bit more mature, and I use that word lightly with J.R. Smith, right? But 
<laughs> but with him being a little bit more mature, you know what I'm saying? I think that it's a good play and it can help the university. It can help shed light on the sport. Um, and, you know, I think it's a, I, I think it's a win-win situation if he goes there and he truly, you know what I'm saying, takes this opportunity serious. Now, if yeah. you're just bullshitting, you know what I'm saying, then, uh, right? But, but if he goes there, you know what I'm saying? He truly gets a degree and he applies himself and he immerses himself into the university. I mean, it's a win-win situation on both sides. And that's the cool part too, because you know, he's actually going to school. So you got to go to class. Right. So what I think he's showing is, you know, it doesn't matter like what level you was once at. You know, everybody has a rebrand, everybody has a has a moment where they got like reset. Like dog went pro and then went to college. Right. Like that's that's a that's a different level of like life transition, you know. Now you hear you hear athletes, you know, what I'm saying taking summer classes and stuff like that, but they still in the league, you know right? They still playing, you know. They're 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 taking you know two week classes here, you know, two week classes there, you know, what I'm saying, and, uh, and taking classes online. But my man is actually taking like real classes, like walking the hall. <laughs> Walking the halls, like, like on right. the on the on the Zoom call in class. Right, right, right. And I think that, like I said, I think it's super dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, I always think about it myself. Like, damn, like, could I go back to college? Would I go back to college? You know what I'm saying? You know, we have the option of doing online classes. Most people I know my age are, are taking online classes. You're, they're getting their degrees online, right? But if my money you know, if, if, if I was wealthy, I didn't have to worry about any money or anything like that, didn't worry about my bills paid, worry about any drop off in lifestyle or anything like that, could I go back to school? You know what I'm saying? I've always said that I would. I always said that I would. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's one of those things where saying it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and being in that situation and actually doing it, you know, if you don't really need that degree, what's the true motivation of, 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 of going to get that education, especially, you know, for individuals like me, you, and Chris, you know, where we see the value in education, but understand that education isn't only taught in the classroom. Yeah, man. Because even like looking at it, Joe, like you, you touched on a couple of points about why would he go back to college, you know, and right money ain't an issue, money ain't a thing to him. So like him going back to college, it allows him to say, you know what, I have money, but there's other things in life that I'm trying to accomplish and I need to check this off. Like if, if we all didn't have degrees, you know, and we, if money wasn't a thing, but we need to, uh, to, we want to go back to college to accomplish something, will we go back? You know, if money is not an issue, like for me, I'm, I would say, yeah, I'm gonna go to college just to like, just to get into different rooms. I mean, with, with people. And that's what I believe college for. Like I told Reggio on the phone call earlier, Hey, bro, I'm thinking about going down to uh, North Carolina Greensboro. That's right down the street from me. Right. So so if I could collab with JR right down the street, what could this possibly do for us as a collab, uh, as a group, by me just going to college for a little while, so, you know? So you just said something that I always preach about when it comes to, like, Harvard and Yale and Brown and all that. They, You said that you would go to the, go to the school – to potentially collab with JR, right? Because he's there. That's a that's a level of networking on that campus that's gonna bring more people to the school just for networking, right? You know, because imagine if you know myself, you, 
uh, some other people who are doing some things want to go to the school because JR is there. Like that's the that's the level of influence that when I see a pro player, I, I just think like that's the stage you you are on. Right. Like everybody talking about him going to play golf. I don't really care about the sport part. The fact that he's on that campus is monumental in itself. But shit, you got to, you know, the sport part you have to recognize because that's where he made his name at. And just thinking of NIL, like on the NIL level, he damn near could do a partnership with the school. Like, yes, sir. Because if y'all use my name to bring people in or if people want to get one step closer to LeBron James and LeBron James make a guest appearance appearance here, what was the likeliness of you possibly meeting this guy ever? And then if you look at three degrees of separation and LeBron James has a chance to go get in there, then Jay-Z has the chance to get in there. Now you have the chance of meeting a billionaire, you know, yep. two billionaires. <laughs> right. you know? and, and, you know, not even just looking at, going to school there to, you know, meet him, right? Because the likelihood of you going going there and being able to, you know, get access to him to be able to pitch him a deal, I'm not going to say it's them to none, but it's so many people going to be thinking like that, right? It's so many right. people who's going to be pitching stuff to him and, you know, trying to figure out what they, what, what, what they can get from him, right? I look at the school. It's a win for the school. It's a win for the school because like, like, like Reg said, if, the networking is the most beneficial part or the most valuable portion of, of, of going to college, then you're bringing people in to go to school for that reason. But now you get to highlight who y'all are, right? You get to highlight your academics. You get to highlight, you know what I'm saying, that, hey, we were able to attract this person. Um, and, and hopefully he graduates and becomes an alumni, you know? But I think, I think as long as everybody understands the benefits that come from this, I think, again, like I said, it's a one-win situation. Now, to go go specifically to the sport, I think it's super dope, right? Because if you take a step back and you look at J.R. Smith, NBA player, NBA champion, you know, and, and it's not like he was just a scrub who played ball. Like, J.R. at one point in time was that dude, you know what I'm saying? He's at the tail end of his career, so, you know, he's not a premier player. But at one point in time, he was that dude. And you look at players like Tony Romo who, you know, while he was in the NFL and after he retired, tried to take a crack at playing professional golf. So JR could have did the same thing. He could have went straight to the pros. He, he literally could have went straight to the pros, but- He's not good fact, enough. He, uh, he, doesn't, well, he, has a, he, he doesn't have a good enough stroke count to actually uh, compete on a professional level. So I understand him and, going back to the collegiate level to try to compete. But that's dope though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like the, fact that, the fact that he accepts that because you could be like a Charles Barkley, right? Charles Barkley, they make fun of him all the time, but he loves golf. Michael Jordan loves golf, right? Michael Jordan never went to go try pro. You know what I'm saying? He never tried to, to get to that level. You know, you look at J.R. Smith, and I think J.R. Smith is going back to truly, one, to have fun, but two, to learn the game and to, to, to compete. You know what I'm saying? Because essentially, if he, if, if he gets coached and he's coachable, you know what I'm saying? Hey, how dope would it be to see J.R. Smith win a golf uh championship in college yeah um, <laughs> imagine like even going back to like him being an NF, NF, uh, nba player i'm paying to come here so you're gonna let me play on this goddamn team i am like literally out of all these kids that's coming to the school i'm paying 100 percent out of pocket 
So allow me to play the sport that I would like to get better at. And I'll actually get training so that I could be able to competitively play this, this game that I, I love playing, you know? And that's, a, Steph- and that's the thing too, right? Cause I talked about um, JR being inspirational for doing that. And that's a, like a model that, that we should be looking at. <clears throat> but you think about, you just said that that he's paying a hundred percent, whether he is or whether he's not. That that doesn't matter. But we can assume that nigga don't qualify for passport. It's it, not about passport, <laughs> but but you can still get some scholarship stuff, some from grant stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. But we're gonna just assume that he's paying out of pocket, right? What does that tell a kid who believes they are a high level athlete, can play any sport, and every school should be giving them money just because they got this name? J.R. Smith have a name. He, he he, he had to go through the same um, like eligibility stuff that you got to go through. He still right. got to go and perform. He still got to be eligible. Still got to maintain his grades. He still got to do. And he's yeah. J.R. Smith. Man. I didn't even think of it from, from, from the grades and eligibility standpoint. Bro, he's a student athlete. So, so let me ask you a question. Does the water, even with the NIL, right? Does the water get muddy with him being a you know, uh, 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 being rich, you know what I'm saying? Because, because I'm, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, are you still able to get like money from like boosters and stuff like that and permissible? Like, like, um, let me tell you something about golf and the NCAA. That's one of the only sports on, on the campus that the NIL rule never even applied to them from jump. They was getting sponsorships. Reg- no, these, these dudes was playing on in like pro tournaments, like, like they was going yeah, on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> like you're they right. was sponsorships, banners, and and logos and shit on their bags, on their shirt. It 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 never really applied. Like only sports that the NIL really really matters in right now, football and basketball. Is nobody actually really want to talk about those other sports that people are playing that that we don't get much recognition, but a lot of money is dumped into it. A lot Polo. of. It. Tennis, swimming, you know, diving, rest, rest, bro, wrestling and lacrosse. <laughs> what? It's bread in that baseball. You can go pro and go to and go play college. You can get drafted and play college and still be eligible. Like that's so. When I be looking at stuff like that, bro, I just really be focused on the impact that. If people look at the fact that this dude won an NBA championship, he made millions and millions of dollars. He scored 41 points in an in a NBA game and went to college and have <laughs> to abide by the NCAA rules. That should tell every athlete going forward, you are not bigger than the system, brother. Sister? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I guess it's kind of wild to think about, man. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around that. You know, the fact that, like, for me, it's not even, like I said, it's not the money or anything like that. It's like, my man got to maintain, you know, say his grades. Like, my man, he can't get kicked out. He, he has to go to class. Like, 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 if he's absent too many times, he's going to get dropped. He's going to be eligible to play. That's, that's, that's crazy to me. Now, granted, He's a professional, so he understands, you know, being at practice and stuff like that. But like you said, the fact that, I mean, call a spade a spade, he's a celebrity. He is a celebrity. 
and he has to abide by the same rules as the other 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds yeah. on campus. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Does this work if he goes to a PWI? Does it have the same impact? I think I, I think, it, I think does. it does. Yeah, I think I think it does because of what he's doing. But from an economical standpoint, um, it doesn't. I, I I don't think that it does from an economical standpoint because this is going to be highlighted. It's going to be on ESPN whenever they have that first tournament. You know what I'm saying? They're going to highlight. Right. You know, HBCU, they're going to highlight J.R. Smith, they're going to highlight the college and, 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 and the school itself, the name of the school itself is going to be trending just because he's there, right? Right. Um, so, so, so does this work if you go to Harvard? Yes. Yes. No, it doesn't. No, every, celebrity, every celebrity is, is known for going to Harvard and getting an honorary. Let me tell you, so let me tell you why I say yes. Like, oh, he went to Harvard, you know, and like, I I can see why you're saying it doesn't, but from my point on this is celebrities and people with money are already known for going to Harvard to finish up their degrees or get an honorary or you know whatever. Look <laughs> at a long list of like Obama, Michelle, and you know, like do you but 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 to that point, do you put J.R. Smith in that long list? So I say yes because J.R. Smith. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see J.R. Smith on the green with his shirt off. I'm waiting for it. But, that's, <laughs> but, see, but see, that's what he said the other day. We gotta let go the old jokes of my reputation of once of of what I once was, because that's who I was as a teenager. I was rich. I was twenty. I was living the the fast. Bro, life. That was three years ago. It doesn't matter. He's not. We got we gotta start looking at because okay. If a, if a white athlete went back to school, it, nobody would have any, like if Gronkowski went to school, nobody would think. You probably would, Joe, because you just like make jokes, but nobody would say, oh, Grunk gonna be, you know, at at school in class with his shirt off. No, they're gonna, they gonna say, he's gonna probably be a frat boy, but yeah, we're not gonna think that he's gonna disrespect the profession or the, the environment. Because the kid... Uh, a kid put him on Snapchat or TikTok and it was like, man, JR walking the hall. He probably on that Hennessy now. And and that pissed him off. And I feel him on that. Be- because everybody wants to say things to be trendy. But he was like, y'all, y'all got to find new jokes. Like, that shit old. That shit dead. Like, like, who cares? Right? Like, I was living, bro, I was a professional basketball player. <laughs> like, like what? What else do you want from me? But dog, these kids now, like, like they act like these athletes are these people are just normal, you know? Like people like of this stature, if you just because you see them, are you able to have follow them on Instagram? Don't make you their fucking friend, right. you know? But like, don't make you my friend if I'm a regular dude at school and you follow me on Instagram, like. Like no, I'm say, not your friend. Right. You can, you, you can go and say all the freshmen who came to the school at this time, same time as me, I, I'm, I'm going to go follow all of them. I see you on campus and I say, hey, bro, I follow, I follow you. Okay. Like, that's <laughs> what you do. You're following me. Like, right. Hey, like literally, if we were to do like a, a like a sketch and, you know, you like you start walking down the street and then a person be like, you know what? I like how he carried himself. So I'm going to follow you for the rest of the day. I'm just going to walk behind you. 
<laughs> how do you feel about that? You know? And that's how I kind of like feel like how JR is about this situation. You're watching my life and you're following me, but you want to, you want to live off a moment that I did three years ago, but not following what I did after that moment, you know? Right. Because I mean, honestly, you know, he did something good for um, North Carolina A&T because we knew their track team was dope. We knew them boys was cold, right? We knew that. I don't know how many people, because I wasn't one, who knew they had a golf team. And I didn't know their golf team was good. Exactly. So, they, shit. Granted, it's NCAA's college. Everybody have teams, but nobody talking about HBCU golf team. Uh, Man, NCAA, whatever, dog. Y'all had a lacrosse team at your, at your school? Boy, we, we didn't even have a volleyball team. That, that's what I'm saying. So all schools are not quite equal. We all schools are not. Hey, hey, let me just jump in there and say, we didn't have a track team either. Or football team. Or golf. Or basketball. Yeah. Or baseball. Shout out shout out to, to DeVry. <laughs> <laughs> we out here. I see. <laughs> Nah, bro. Like ICBC like, College. We can, we can literally, we can literally like break down the fact that okay, HBCUs is the hot topic, and HBCUs was created to give African Americans a opportunity to achieve education and you know low key level the playing field, right? But how many people have actually highlighted that prior to the last like what five years, right? And for J.R. Smith to step on the campus of HP, he can went to any school. He got the money. Yeah. But for you to go to this HBCU, it shows that shit, I'm giving them a chance. You know, I chose, I chose this school. So, 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 so the level of impact of I chose this school, right? And I chose a sport that we aren't heavily represented in. So all my fans are probably going to go pick up golf. So imagine like a lot of these black kids who think he cool, he tatted up, he got the young money tatted on his neck and all that stuff. And then he goes and start golfing. Right. So now it's like, well, shit, I want to pick up golf too. Right. Right. Even like to switch lanes. Like if I see that a lot of high profile athletes are going to HBCUs. So say that he's going there to, to, to attack it from a different approach, you know, like to study and understand how are Different, different colleges are receiving money. What what do they need improvement on so that he could come back and, you know, for other athletes to come in and say, hey, this is what they need, where HBCUs need help at, you know? Right. And another thing to add to that, Chris, you know what I'm saying? Like, Reg, you asked, would it have as, as much impact if he went somewhere else? But, you know, would he have been accepted if he tried to do this somewhere else? Right. I think you know? I think so, but I think they would have looked at him as just a money ticket. Right? Right, right, so, right, right, right. Imagine, right. all right, so I went to Louisiana College, right? So that's a small school in Louisiana. If J.R. Smith went to LC, I would have been like, why the hell he went to LC? <laughs> like, seriously, I'd have been like, what? 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 Like, bro, you could have went to any school in the world. Like, you chose to go here? The hell? Like, it had just been like a different, it would have been cool to say that, but it's like, I don't know. I, I just don't think it would have had the same, like, wow, dog went to North Carolina A&T. Oh, okay. Hey, dog went to Texas College. Like, why? Right, right? right. And then it also shows the level of humbleness and modesty that 
you walk in the same house, he probably has a meal plan. I don't know. I mean, if he do and he he eating he eating there in the calf, I don't but they don't look at it like that, you know what I'm saying? And 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 he's on the other spectrum, you know, he has the money. And essentially he could be entitled, he could feel entitled because he has the money, he's a celebrity and he chooses not to. You know what I'm saying? You know, shout out to J.R. Smith for putting his money where his mouth is, right? But yep. a lot of these kids feel that sense of entitlement. Hey, look, I'm I'm better than that. And they don't understand that college is a business. They don't understand what's tied to a scholarship, not just from a monetary standpoint, but you know, the coach's job being online and, 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 and the head coach's job being online for the guys that he hired to go out and, and recruit and stuff like that. Um, you know, us dealing with athletes every single day, you know, you can see why a lot of them don't get opportunities, you know? You can see some that, that, that were overlooked, some that had, you know, extenuating circumstances where they went to small schools or they had injuries or, you know, whatever the case may be. But then right. for the most part, we see athletes every day who feel entitled. They don't want to work hard. They don't want to put in extra work. They only do what they're told to do. And they don't do anything more. They don't, they don't do that shit. Yeah. And, and do, do something, they're going to do the opposite. Right. And a scholarship, a scholarship is a, an investment that a school is making into you, typically it's, you know, 15, 20, $30,000 right. that a school is making into you so that you can, you know, be a pro pretty much a semi-professional athlete. And I say semi-pro, not the semi-pro that we know out here in the streets, you know what I'm saying? But semi-pro from the standpoint of they're still trying to maintain amateurism and they don't want to pay you, but they right. expect everything from a professional standpoint. And so, so let me ask you this, right? let me ask you this. Cause you hit on scholarships, right? And I was gonna like do this on one of my um, uh, real convos with Reggie Calhoun, but I'm gonna bring it on here. Do y'all believe that scholarships have hurt the college system? And not not just athletically, just scholarship in general. I don't necessarily think that it hurts, and I say that only because if you're deserving. And you have to, if you're deserving, you have the talent. And I'm not talking about sports. I'm just talking about, you know, if you're smart enough, if if, if you applied yourself in school, you have the GPA, you meet the merits um, for everything that's required to get the scholarship, you should be rewarded. I, I, I think I, I think so. You know what I'm saying? I My entrance shouldn't be the same as somebody who, you know, barely went to class or whatever. If I go to class, I do everything right. There should be some reward at the end. Do I feel entitled to that? No, but it's good to know that it's out there, right? And I think we reward kids for doing the things the right way. And that kind of sets them on that path to achieve greatness. Because if there's no reward, if there's no reward or no benefit to being great, then why be great? And you could just be average like everybody else if you're going to get the same thing. But if you do you consider that being great if you just excel at what you're supposed to do, right? Because now you're setting the precedence of you went to school, you're supposed to, okay, cool. You pass your classes. Well, shit, if you commit to something, something, shit, you should strive to be the best at it. And then you apply to a school and the only way you're going to go is if you get a scholarship. But if you don't get one, you don't, you don't want to go. So did you really want to go to school or were you just doing what you're supposed to do? 
Because now we're about to reward you for doing what you're supposed to do. Like, I don't believe in rewarding your child for doing things they they po- they supposed to be doing, right? Like, you keep your room clean, that's that's your room. That's your room, you keep your room clean. I shouldn't pay you to, to, to keep your room clean, right? Like, and, and I think, like, the scholarship level, it actually hurts the schools and it hurts the communities because you're setting a false expectation on real life. Because if I go to college, and I and I made the dean's list. I was 4.0, boom, and I graduate. What's next? Wait, are scholarships well, made for to like the kind of like is were scholarships really made for people that actually have the money, or were the, was it made for you think people that couldn't really afford to go to college? The first scholarship was boat. given out in 1643 at Harvard. I think it's a little bit of both, Chris. And I say that because, you know, let's let's stick with Harvard, right? You know, a lot of the kids that go to Harvard or that are generational Harvard students, their parents can afford it. They still get scholarships, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about the ones who are handed, you know, the opportunity. I'm talking about the ones who truly went to school, the ones who have a 4.0, the one that has initiative and, and, and does it. For me personally, like I said, I'm okay with scholarship, Rich. I'll challenge, I'll challenge your statement, you know, not rewarding somebody who's doing what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, you look at sports, you're supposed to run hard, you're supposed to compete, you're supposed to win, but when you do it, you still get a trophy. You still get, you know, the accolades that come with it. You get the contract, you get the contract extension. You know, your, your job was to come be a great football player, great basketball player, great baseball player come to work every day do all of these things but you get a bonus for workouts you get a bonus for making the roster you get a bonus for making the playoffs you get a bonus for all of these things I think that it's okay to reward individuals for doing what they're doing what they agreed to do as long as they're doing what they agreed to do at, at a high level yeah you right. gotta go above and beyond because right. like like if I if I if you were to tell Aiden hey clean your room and Aiden would look back at you and be like, you know what? I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to clean the living room. I'm going to clean the kitchen. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Be like, hey, I didn't actually do all that, but I, I'm going to do it because I'm going above and beyond. I think that's how the scholarship system should work because you're going, it doesn't you're only that. supposed to graduate with a C, right? Yeah, like a 2.0. Well, we're talking about the system of education, right? Yeah. So can y'all tell me if y'all got all A's in the class, right? Whatever class y'all got, y'all got, got all A's in. Can you tell me what on on one test the question you got right? Tell me all the questions you got right. You don't know because that test was just based on memorization. So you're getting a you're getting rewarded to remember some shit, take a test on it, forget it later. But most of the stuff that I was good at, like even now, like to, just to combat that, is I apply it now because I like all algebra, all, all that stuff is now what, what we do to apply in uh, in a computer tech world. In your you know? career. In, in my in career. Something, in something that you chose. Yeah. But if you in if you are in grade school, which is a legally binding process that you have to go to according to our laws, right? You yeah. have to go to school. So they are teaching you shit to memorize. They're not teaching you anything to actually practically go and, go and do. 
No. Well, well, it, de- it, it, it depends on what you're trying to do. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but, but, but to Chris's point, you know, if you know that you want to go into mathematics, you know you want to become a teacher, you know you want to go into geography, or you want to go into the health field, like, you know that stuff, right? So, so. But if I know yeah. math, can I, can I be a teacher? Just because I know math. Yes. Like, I'm really good at math. Can I be a teacher? Yes. No, because if, if you don't know how to teach, you can't be a teacher. You just know math. Right, you're really good at math. You're just really, really good at math. You, you, you have memorized the problem and stuff. But if you can't teach it, you can't be a teacher. Right. So if I'm good, if I'm just good at math and I go to school and I learn my profession, I should get a job that pays me well because I'm good at my profession. If I play football and I'm really good and you want me to come to your school, cool. You're going to pay me. But if I'm mediocre and I'm just above average and I'm no better than the people who are trying to come in too, why should I feel entitled to get a scholarship just because I'm decent? And I, and I agree with that point. And, and I think Chris hit the nail on the head earlier. Um, you know, consistent with my response, if you're great at what you do, you should be rewarded. You know what I'm saying? Because... You know, if, if, if me and you we do the same job, I go above and beyond, you know what I'm saying? You do just enough and the reward is the same. There's going to be dissatisfaction, you know what I'm saying? And that's that even in the business world, that's how you, you know, lose employees, good employees. You know what I'm saying? That's how you have low retention rates because I'm doing all this work over here. This individual, you know what I'm saying, is, is, is barely doing the work. They're barely at work doing whatever and they're getting paid the same amount or more. You know what I'm saying it's an issue. We see that with women in in you know in in the workplace. They're they're working. They're doing the same job, if not more, and they're getting paid you know less uh, than men. You know what I'm saying in certain. In, but are you in, in certain but industries? Are you, but are you really adding value, right? So I could be good. Just because I'm good and I believe that I'm good, I'm better. Let's if I think I'm better than you, Joe. I think I'm better than you at the job. Right. But certain characteristics of, about you is more valuable to the job than the actual work. And you get a raise. I can't compare work to work. I got to look at the whole picture of why do they like this dude or this girl more than me? Because it's not always about the work. Because some people can make the job easier and do less work. And just because they're not working as hard as you because you haven't figured out a way to make your job simple, and they finish your shit, but they finish that shit in 10 minutes, you finish your shit in two hours. Well, that don't mean you worked harder than me. You just took longer. Like you go work for 12 hours a day and I work two hours a day, you get the same amount of work done. But, but you feel like you work harder than me though. But I look at that at the same way as like, if you working, you, you know, he worked for the 12 hours, you work for two hours. He worked for 12 hours and still have errors, you know? And that now I could, as an employer, employer, I could look down there and be like, hey, dude, you're taking all day and plus you still got errors. All right. If you're rushing in two hours and you and you you're fucking up, I'd be like, hey, dog, slow down. Right. I like because you're, you're not proficient. That's yeah. like, you know, anybody like from sports to education. If I'm a if I'm a valedictorian and I graduate and I was top of my class and I go to college and I fail out. Then what? You know, you can be a valedictorian in Louisiana, 
and be a valedictorian in Texas. What y'all learned is totally different. Like how y'all learned is different. The, the quality, the, the delivery, the exposure, that shit's different. So just because you are a 4.0 in Louisiana and he a 4.0 in Texas, y'all ain't equal. Y'all learning two different things. Like Texas has a whole exit test that people was getting 4.0 and failing and didn't graduate. Yep. Louisiana got a freaking cat test, a goddamn weak ass test that you can take that shit half sleep and 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 pass it and be straight. And then go to college, bro. Nobody my degree don't even have my GPA on it. So if my GPA was 2.7 and your GPA was 4.1, and then, then we graduate and we go interview. Well, shit, guess what? If I interview better than you and I show more value, when well, I'm about to get hired. There's one thing that people always say is, you know, when doctors graduate, uh, when a doctor with a D graduates from college, what do you call them? A PhD, a doctor. The doctor, no matter what. And I think that, like, when people go into college, you know, you got to remember that it's just like, what is the value brought? Because no matter what, I cannot tell the difference between y'all two when y'all sitting at the table, but what is the value at the end of the day that you could bring to the table to say, Hey, this is how I'm different from him. You know, this is what right. makes me special. This is what, how you need to pay me. And right. that's how I, I should earn all these scholarships and everything I earn. You know? And that's why I said the scholarships hinder school because you got a lot of people who thinking they deserve a scholarship. They, de they, de they deserve free money, right? You deserve to go to this school for free. What are you bringing to this school? What kind of value, what kind of return are you bringing to this school just because you entering with a 4.0 or you got all these accolades in high school? Well, shit, you go to school and you, you, don't, you don't talk to nobody. You don't, you don't build no connections. You, don't, you, you just go there and you just do the schoolwork. What value did you bring to the school? Nothing. If you J.R. Smith, you bring a whole lot of fucking value. Well, whole well, lot. Well, well, you say nothing. You know what I'm saying? We talk, you know, about alumni. You know what I'm saying? You go there, you become successful. You know what I'm saying? If you got a strong alumni base, you know, they 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 believe in, you know, putting money back into the school. So yeah, but if, if you don't know them, if you don't know your alumni, and 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 if you become alumni and you didn't build no friends. The hell you coming back for? Because back about about relationships. You went to school here? Oh shit. What's up? Well, yeah, you graduated. Oh, 12. Oh, you was here with me? Yeah. What'd you major in? What? I majored in, in, in that shit too. What classes you, you, you had? At eight o'clock? I was in that class too. Where, where the hell you was at? Oh, I was in the back. Like, <laughs> you are you really part of the school? Like, are you really a part of the of the school, right? Like but but if you look at certain students, like I look at my daughter Naomi, and like when her school say certain things, I was like, "Yo, my daughter is the only reason that your school probably is still open because they take do the uh, end of year grade uh, EOG. It's called an end of year grade. My daughter scores two grade levels higher, so it allows the school to get this higher ranking. So I was like, "Yo, there's kids here that's probably." bringing y'all down, but my daughter alone is probably advancing y'all and saying that, hey, you guys are teaching on a different level, you know? Why though? Why? Because it ain't nothing that that the school is te teaching them. She she has a certain characteristic that she learned at home that 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 makes her supersede 
the simplistic educational system that's being taught. Me, like, me. it's, bro, for somebody to get an F in eighth grade or to get an F in sixth grade, you do you know how, like, shitty of a teacher you got to be for a sixth grader to get an F? Like, y'all... Yeah. Y'all, y'all should be teaching the most simplistic shit that it everybody everybody in the if you're teaching the same system, right? If if it's system, if if this is what you teach, you got the curriculum, you got all this shit, and you know how to teach. Everybody in your class should pass because y'all only doing it on memorization. You you, you literally showing up and you. No, I used to pass class in college by looking at the whiteboard, reading a question on my test, and replaying what my teacher said at a certain spot at the whiteboard. I'm like, oh, she was standing right there, and she said, boom, 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 boom. I looked through my multiple choice, boom, I picked the answer. I don't remember that shit. Like, I just know that, hey, I got to remember what she said in class, because it's going to be on the test. I had one class that the dude used to get up in front of the class and lecture. This is college. And for anybody listening, dude got in front of the class and he lectured for an hour. So I'm, I'm taking notes. And I didn't buy books in school at all. I didn't buy no books, right? So he lectured. I'm taking notes. Boom, I get to, to the test. Everything on this test is nothing that he talked about. It was all from the reading of the book. I got F's, bro. Like, I failed this class because I'm like, bro, I'm taking good-ass notes. I'm writing this shit down. I'm remembering this stuff. I get on the test, and nothing on this test was anything that he talked about. I was like, wait, hold on. Like, was I in the class? Did I, did I miss something? <laughs> like, the hell I missed? It wasn't until the end of the year. He was like, um, you know, if you'd have just read more, you would have passed my class. Well, shit, I thought you was teaching the shit that we should be learning. So what did he teach y'all? What the hell? What the hell did he talk about for, for an hour? hour that, for an hour, bro. Dog was having conversation. Well, he wasn't conversing. He was just talking, and we were just writing. Was he lectured? Like actually talking about going deeper on the topic? No. What the he, fuck? He had some like current events that he wanted to talk about. Boom, he hit them topics and shit. We had a conversation about it, and. I'm thinking like shit, this is gonna be on the test. Hell no, I got a straight bro. I never got a 37 before until I got the college. I got a 30. I earned that one too, because I before I failed every everything. <laughs> but just to get back on like like the J.R. Smith thing, it's just like a a kid who's trying to go to school. You want to go to school because that's your goal. You want to go get an education. You want to go get a, a, a degree for whatever reason. But you're saying you're not going to go do it unless somebody gives it to you for free. So do you really want it? You either want it or not. And then most times, if you don't pay for shit, you ain't paying attention to shit. How many, no, it, it, dudes go to school for free and don't major in nothing that's worth it. So you got paid to go to school to do nothing so that's a waste of money bro give somebody something for free and see how they value that shit oh boy it's over well they don't give a fuck about it like you can give 
your kid a car. Since they ain't pay, pay it, they about to hit 120 down the street, dog. Crash that thing and be like, get, give me a new one. Crash. And they're like, yeah, it didn't work out, right? You know, and then so you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not teaching them anything about self-investment, right? Like everybody talk about oh financial financial literacy and all that shit. Well, I mean, can you really teach them that if you're always giving them something for free? Like free this, free that, free this, free that. You know why people don't take the COVID test serious? Because the COVID test free. If the shit costs, I guarantee you niggas will wear their mask. And I and I guarantee you niggas will get the vaccine. That bro. Oh son. Because if I, I gotta if I gotta pay every three days for a goddamn COVID test, I'm getting me a a, a a vaccine. Uh, all right. If I told you, hey, every time it's not guaranteed that you're gonna still have your job if you catch if you get catch COVID. Hey, son, it's likely that you're gonna be uh, you're gonna step away because you haven't been wearing your mask, and I'm gonna fire you. Because hey, you spent ten, 10 days away from me. If I need you, and you spent yeah. ten, 10 days away, hey, son. Apparently, you quit. Yeah. You know? Bro, and then you saw the news. Uh, Xavier in New Orleans just said. If you ain't vaccinated, you're no longer enrolled. Damn. What you gonna do? So what you gonna do? Damn. I mean, for me, you know what I'm saying. Give me 21 days. <laughs> you talk about the vaccine. You know what I'm saying. And me personally, I'm not for it. I'm not against it. Um, I just think that at this point in time, you you see people getting the vaccine, and you see it, you know causing less effects, you know what I'm saying? If you do catch COVID, it's not preventing COVID. You know, everybody thought that you got the vaccine is gonna prevent it. You still see people getting it, but you see them recovering a lot faster. I just think, man, at this point in time with the traveling and the different things that 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 we're trying to do, it's almost necessary. You know what I'm saying? Um, we talk about, you know, I hear people saying, oh, I'm not getting it because now you gotta get the booster. Well, shit. You had to get a shot when you were five. You had to get a shot when you were seven. You had to get a shot when you were 10. You had to get a shot when you were 11. When you get to college, you got to take a meningitis shot. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. it's like it's shot, getting shots aren't new. Getting boosters aren't new. But my kids got the chicken pox shot. I ain't never heard of that shit when I was a kid. I didn't really? know that was a thing. You got, you got it, dog. You didn't no, realize that I you got it. got it. You got it. I, I caught promise chicken you. pox. No, bro. I caught chicken pox. I never got no chicken pox shot. I caught that shit in fourth grade. Oh, I forgot that Joe O is a motherfucker. Hey, fuck you, bro. <laughs> but look, hey, 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 real, hey, real talk. On the vaccine shit, I believe that, I mean, shit, some people take it, some people who don't. It don't really matter to me. But we still not attacking the underlying issue. We have a health crisis in America. Everybody overweight, bad diets. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter if your health is fucking fucked up. People thought they was going to get the COVID shot and become a fucking superhero. Well, I ain't going to ever get COVID. I'm, I'm fucking immune from it. Bro, you still got terrible internal issues. Your immune system been weak. Like, bro, <laughs> you 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 been weak. Right. Like, your shit was, you was going to get sick regardless. So you get the vaccine, and let's say that shit have an adverse effect on you. Okay, it ain't the vaccine. It's shit, your, your body ain't shit. You you you've been you've been on some other shit like like you you know you don't you don't take no vitamins you don't work out you don't you don't drink no water 
you know, like you just out here, like you just out here, you know, and dog in here. right, bro. Like, so I think, I think we still need to talk about, we still need to talk about the health issues anyway in, in America. It ain't, it ain't just COVID, bro. Niggas like got diabetes and, and hypertension and, you know, thyroid issues and niggas, niggas got bad backs, bad knees, headaches, migraines, bro. What the hell? You know, yeah. so. bro, like even like going to that, like even like living in Europe, you realize that in Europe, fast food ain't a ain't really a thing because it's it's not accessible. In America, it's every corner that you go to, there's a fucking fast food restaurant. But like living in Europe, dog, you you you'd be like, all right, I'm just gonna cook at home because nothing's convenient for me. But here we're too our our convenience lifestyle is off the chain like i'm probably like the only one out the group that's probably vaccinated and i would tell you like it ain't like it ain't it ain't a big deal to me because be, being a, in a, a veteran like the military they shoot you up they just they put anything and everything in you because you always have to be ready to go but being vaccinated it, it wasn't for me it was to protect my kids because i'm going out the door every day you know, right. and if I and if I catch COVID and I bring it back home to my kid and I get my kid sick, you gonna feel like shit. I'm gonna feel like a straight asshole. So it's just like, but that's the issue the- is the issue is the mental laziness of Americans. Right? People don't want to get the COVID vaccine not because of the vaccine. It's because it's not a 100% solution where I ain't gotta do nothing else after I get it. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's all. It. That, that's the issue. Because they, they were like, well, I ain't getting the vaccine until the FDA approve it. And then next week, they approved it. So are you, are you, are you getting it or not? Nah, because, you know, I don't it, really know. Yeah, you know, you got to you know, get the like, booster. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's an ongoing deal. You know, you overweight. You going to work out? Yeah, bro, you know, I don't really think I should go to the gym because I can't commit to it. Well, shit, do something. You want to eat healthy? Ah, man, that meal prep and shit, man, I... I got to do all that meal prep work. God damn, bro, you got a reason why you don't want to do nothing. And, and it all boils down to being lazy, which is why <laughs> my statement was about the scholarship shit. Like, like no, you're just lazy. Like, like you just want shit to just be given to you just because somebody add a little bit of work to it. Like, nah, bro, it ain't, it ain't worth it. That's a scam. Like, every time somebody calls some a scam or it's a conspiracy, whatever, it's always based on whether they had laziness and ain't do the full research or they just saw, hey, it's, it's, it's going to require some sacrifice, you know? And, and as that's a, bro, dudes was out here getting on crates and busting their goddamn ribs open Man. just to go viral. And the part is, and that's weird to me, like people are will, more willing to risk their lives to go viral than to do something to st- possibly stay alive, you know? Everybody saying that, hey, I want to go back outside and I want to interact with people and I want to, you know, have those good times in Miami and Vegas or whatnot. But then you take the trip down to Vegas, you come back, you damn, you kill your whole goddamn family because you ass <laughs> contagious, you know? <laughs> like, like well, no, what cor- the fuck? Correct me if I'm wrong, right? And and I'm and I'm just saying, did did y'all see any white people doing the uh, crate challenge? Hell no. I don't think I did, bro. It was called the Hood Olympics, dog. Like literally, that was the name of it, the Hood Olympics. <laughs> like that's the kind of shit bro. that that that. But granted, you know, white people do a lot of stuff that's like borderline dangerous and shit, right? 
Yeah. But we find the most irrelevant shit to do that's super dangerous. <laughs> like it, it, we ain't catch a stingrays, you know. Bro, <laughs> that's right, right. Like you ain't out here, you know, diving in the water, going shark diving and shit, but you though the first person I seen fall, the way they fell, I said, <laughs> there's no way in hell. You can get me to go do, do that. No way. Said I was watching it. I was like, I was watching people shake up there. I was like, I was like, son, I can't be up there shaking like that, you know. But that's the other issue too. Them boys ain't got no core strength. You just up there and you ain't got no center of gravity at all. You you just all over the place. <laughs> then you don't know uh uh physics and you and you don't know any engineering and none of that shit. You stacking these things that real though it doesn't work. There's no foundation. It doesn't work. The shit went straight. You standing on some crates that's straight up. It has no foundation at all. Yeah, because the way that they're supposed to do it, the crate is supposed to be stacked over two crates, like as it goes up. But yeah. they didn't they didn't make that shit like a pyramid at all. I could tell these none of these motherfuckers ancestors go back to Egypt. <laughs> no, but, 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 look, but, but the first but, the first crate was on the ground. Second one, it was too high. Boom, good. Next step, cool. The fourth one, shit started getting wild. <laughs> By the time they they got to that to that to that fifth row, before they got to the peak, at that moment, they, they say, you know what? This ain't the move. I don't even know why they keep trying. I, right. I, and, I and, and, and it's not it's so so for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it was like, you know what I'm saying, some pads and shit on the ground, I'll bet shit, I'm in there. But these niggas is falling like like oh. bro. I seen one dude fall on his face and he just sat up. You can tell <laughs> he ain't know where he was at. Joe, you know what I'm saying? It ain't even the padding, dog. These <laughs> niggas are falling on the crate. Oh. I watched a bro. I watched somebody fall on the head, dog. I say, "Oh, he just broke his neck." <laughs> I say, "I say, oh, they bring him straight to the hospital. He just broke his neck on camera, you know." And I just believe that we're willing to risk it all for things that are irrelevant. Some shit that you know? don't even matter. Like, and and we got to get past the fact of risking it all for that. You know, it's just like when, like. If if we if I had to choose between a vaccine and break my damn neck on these crates, give me the, give me a goddamn vaccine, you know, because I ain't, I ain't about to come out here and break my neck on a goddamn crate trying like to try this, to right? prove something. It's like this, right? So we pick and choose what we want to be influenced by, because during the whole crate challenge thing, everybody was rocking with it. Jay Z and Beyonce dropped the ad that they working with Tiffany. Everybody like, oh, see. They got a you know billionaire is going to go work with white companies and and do you know okay so I'm going to follow people who have a level of success. You went far follow niggas who was falling. We're not the same. We ain't the same. No, I all it takes for me is to see one nigga damn near kill himself. I ain't I ain't in it. I'm too old to be taking them risks. What I be saying, Joe? They gotta take business risk. I don't take like risk. Straight on y'all. <laughs> Straight on y'all. Like, if <laughs> no, 
I see Jay-Z and Beyonce go and get a partnership and, and do this thing with a luxury brand, I want to figure out how they did how they did that. I see a nigga climb up a, a bunch of crates and fall and bust his head. Hey man, I don't know why you did that. Uh, I don't know, bro. Like, like, like even back up. This shit is mind blowing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm really speechless. I'm stuttering and shit. <laughs> One, because I stutter, fuck y'all. But but two, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm like really speechless, bro. Like, like, think about some of the dumbest challenges they had. You know what I'm saying? Everybody talk about the cinnamon challenge, really wasn't shit. I'm talking about the shit like the goddamn Tide Pod challenge where people were eating Tide Pods and stuff like that. Like, uh, what the fuck uh, did you think was gonna happen? The Kylie Jenner challenge where they put, put, put their lips in the Gatorade bottles and busting right. blood vessels in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit just really causing harm. You know what I'm saying? You know, the ice bucket challenge, you know, whatever, right? Like, those little stuff, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that ain't gonna fucking kill you, but they out here really just doing whatever they can for like five minutes of fame. Not realizing that's the last five minutes of their life. So, this has been the RPA Way podcast. It's a candid conversation. We hope you guys like what we talk about. If not, we'll see y'all next week. Peace.